as science is a tool to measure the physical. Yes. The concept of God is exactly. metaphysical. Exactly. It's like I'm giving you a, a scale and yeah. you give me your height using yes. the scale. It's the wrong tool to measure, right? Yes. When people try to say, well, I say, why don't you believe in God or something like that? They give you, oh, well, because I believe Proven. in science. Yeah. Right? And it's like, they don't go against each other person. Exactly. Please. Because, because it's... Welcome everybody to another episode of Picking Brains. I believe this will be episode five. It's been a while um, for people because people don't know the process. I recorded four episodes before ever releasing the podcast. Okay. Um, except for episode four. One, two, and three were recorded before I launched the podcast. And I wanted to have some kind of backlog of episodes to release on a weekly basis yep. before I start recording um, every week and be in touch with current uh, world climate yeah. of news or whatever, right? Yeah. So this is, it's, I think today is December 10th, Friday. 10, 8, 9, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Whatever Friday in that yeah. week is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have my guest, Sergio. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You can look at the camera. You can look at me. Don't worry about anything. Hey, okay. Uh, hi. Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, Pleasure to have you. My name is uh, Sergio Halabi, and um, I have my own podcast as well, which I'll talk about mm -hmm. and i also have uh, here in bahrain uh, a uh, coffee shop it's uh, the raven's nest yes that's where we met actually. yes sir so, yeah. yeah which was good it's very close to my place i noticed i, I thought you were, i thought you were close I like you not... live close but he actually lives in a watch for I people have... who don't know bahrain. No, no, I, I don't live there i was there now for for, <laughs> oh, for another reason oh okay. and i had to come from there but uh, oh yeah. so where do you live then in tubli oh okay yeah. not that bad no no it's no, okay yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, imagine going from Amwaj, and for those who are outside of Bahrain, Amwaj is, like, far, like, east of Bahrain. Yeah. And this, we're, like, uh, Midwest, kind but, of. But, I mean, you have to also say, like, because Bahrain is very small anyway, so yeah. can, relatively to Bahrain, it's yeah, very small. Yeah, rel relative <laughs> to Bahrain, relative <laughs> to Bahrain, definitely. Because if we sell, tell people, like, oh, I'm 20 minutes away, it's way too far. They're yeah, like, what? Like, are what? You kidding me? It's like my grandma lives four <laughs> exactly. hours away from me. It was just close, to... <laughs> which I consider it close. Yeah, you know, yeah. Four hours. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so your podcast, Paradigm Shift, you can go ahead yeah. and talk about that. Yeah, so uh, basically, it's a podcast I started uh, about two years ago, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it uh, I take it very slow with my podcast. Like I really focus on quality, mm -hmm. and whenever the mood strikes right, I don't I don't want to do it in a way where I have to be pressured to do it weekly or every two weeks True. or something. I just mm -hmm. want to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And it's a podcast where I talk about things that are very important to me. So. Uh, anything related to uh, philosophy, philosophical ideas, spiritual and religious ideas. I uh, dig into some ancient mythologies and history and civilizations. And I try to kind of bridge the gap between this ancient stuff that we that humanity had thousands of years ago and where we are now mm -hmm. and try to build this a point, uh, you know those lines, drawings that you have, like one, two, three, four, five, yeah. and you have to connect them, connect connecting them. As the, kids, yeah? yeah, exactly. So that's my ultimate goal: is to connect everything from the very first civilization that we are aware of, up until now, how that shaped us in terms of religion, 
culture, politics, uh, society, and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, um, it's very, it's very, like it's like a rabbit hole. You know yes. what I mean? Like yes. the more you go into it, the more you find stuff. It's mm. it's it's amazing. I have to keep it's myself. Very, it's in a check. very deep ocean. It's I realize. A very deep ocean. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know the the whole. Uh, iceberg where people put the tip of the iceberg and then the beneath is like it's huge very big yeah Yeah. exactly so yeah how did you get into these kind of uh, topics i'm curious So uh, basically i was a very religious uh, catholic uh, Mm. kid growing up i uh, i'm from lebanon originally Mm. and i can't i grew up in this uh, catholic house catholic school the whole nine yards and I, I was I had faith, my belief, everything. I kind of still have, yeah, but it changed a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, moved to Bahrain around the 12, 13 years ago. Came here, started my life here, and everything. And um, one night, one day, around five years ago, five six years ago, uh, my son was uh, four at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, picked him up from school. While we were on the way back, stuck in traffic, and he asked me a question which made me doubt a lot of things. Because mm-hmm. uh, my family, um, my ex-wife, basically her family are uh, Muslims. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, me and my ex-wife are Christians. Mm-hmm. So he grew up in an environment of both religions. Mm-hmm. So he was always exposed to both. And obviously, at some point, you're going to start asking questions. Yeah. Like, why do they do that while we do that? Yeah. You know, and so on. And uh, he did ask me, about why, like why my grandpa goes to uh, masjid when mm. I go to church, mm. and uh, I was gonna ask answer him, and he said, "Is it because we're Christians and they are Muslim?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's it." And then he asked me, "Well, who is right? Who is right in this?" And it was that moment, like I mean, like that, khalas, it's gonna stick with me forever. That moment, because that changed something in me, because I just couldn't give him an answer where it's like the absolute truth of, yes, we are right and they are wrong, or they are wrong, or they are right and we are wrong. Because it felt to me that no one really knows anything, mm-hmm. right? We're all just swinging it. We're mm-hmm. all just hoping for the best. Yeah. And for a child at that age, they trust you with everything you say. Like whatever you say to them is the absolute truth with a capital T. Yeah. And I couldn't, I felt like I'm going to betray him or betray his trust if I just tell him, yeah, you know, what we believe in is the truth mm-hmm. and what they believe is wrong. Interesting. I, I, I couldn't do it. Mm. And at the time, I just gave him a, a shorter answer, which is, you know, different people believe different things. And, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as you're nice, as long as this and that, that should be okay for us. But it made me question my own self. Mm. And it made me want to look at this segregation that we have when it comes to religion and and you know like i want to relook at things that i grew up in but i never looked at them with my new eyes yeah never read them in a new way and i decided to do just that i decided to open up more to my religion to other religions to different ideas that don't fall under any religion and so on and that took me on a whole path and Especially like the, the the biggest shock to me was anything related to um, the first civilization um, of mankind, the Sumerian. Mm-hmm. And the shock I got when I saw how much the Abrahamic religions just copy pasted the Sumerian mythology. You know, like 
If, what, 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 what's their mythology? So them? the way they talk about humanity and how God was created. So basically they describe um, the gods as these beings who came down from the heavens. Mm-hmm. There's an underlying uh, theory by the, about them about them being like ancient aliens and stuff and supreme beings and stuff like that. But we're not going to go there. Like Indiana that, Jones. Something like that. <laughs> but we're not going to go there because mm-hmm. that's not the, the point of, mm-hmm. of this now. But uh, basically in terms of their religion and what they believed in. So they believed in these beings who came down to earth and they wanted to seed uh, earth with their own DNA so that they create a labor force to do the work for them. And the words that they would use, for example, how we were created in their likeness, because we were we took parts of them, which mm. is a direct quote in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And they even have the first man and woman, and they call Adam, they actually call him Adapa, which is the Sumerian word for animal, because the mythology is that they took an existing animal, they mixed him with their own uh, in, in the belly of one of the goddesses, and then this human came out. They even talk about how we were put to work on earth because they didn't want to do the job anymore. So they, they put us, and then at some point, one of their supreme gods, his name is Enlil, um, he wanted, he, he got bored from humanity and we became too loud. Like we became, we, we were breathing too fast mm. and we were spreading across the world way too much and he couldn't sleep anymore. So he wanted to create this flood to kill all humanity and set and hit the reset button. It's like and Noah, Noah's Ark. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Noah, he actually has a different name in Sumerian mythology. His name is Atrahitis, um, Atrahitis. And he, in a dream, um, another god, the brother of Enlil, comes to him in a dream. His name is Enki. And he tells him that you're going to build a boat and you're going to build an ark because my brother... Doesn't it's going li- to flood, flood you the, yeah. and, you're, and your family and some of the animals you're going to survive and so on. Mm-hmm. And there are also other stories about like the Tower of Babel. There are stories about uh, Egypt and the Promised Land. And there are stories connecting uh, Yahweh. Uh, yeah, Christian the, God. Uh, the Jewish God. Jewish actually. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, with with uh, being him being Enlil, actually, Elohim is the thing. Christian God. Elohim is uh, between is uh, are angels basically. Okay. So they are a form of beings that that belong to God, but okay, they okay. did some stuff. And so the more you read, the more you see that these the, the Abrahamic religions basically just took what what the Sumerians wrote and turned them into this um, this religion that has only one God. And it also felt to me like it made more sense under the Sumerian mythology because like, for example, when one of them decided to flood the earth, the other came and told Noah, you know, I'm going to save you. Whereas in the in the Abrahamic religions, the same God came and told him, I'm going to flood the earth. Oh, but I like you. So I'm going to save you by build, by telling you how to build the ark. And there are other places like, for example, the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, which mm-hmm. are now in Jordan. Uh, which is modern day Jordan, uh, where they, um, in the Bible, uh, the God wanted to destroy those two cities because they were like sinners and mm. they were like homosexuals. And, yeah. you know, like, you know, he was very against all of that. And he also told uh, some people there uh, that, uh, oh, I want you to leave the area because I'm going to bomb this, you know, it's going to. Yeah. Like that. And again, in the Sumerian mythology, it was one of them, same guy who wanted to flood the earth after humanity survived. He wanted to destroy those two cities. And Enki came and said, you you guys, you know, escape and, and stuff like that. 
So it explains the duality of God mm. within within the Bible, within these religions. And that was always a very big problem for me. Mm. It felt like like the the God that is this um described or uh, explained within within these religions it always felt to me like he was much more human than he was god like we were projecting so much on him you know what i mean like in terms of insecurity because he wants us to pray for him all the time mm-hmm. he changes his mind all the time you know like i want i don't like you but oh i'm going to save you or i will do this do that he creates things and then once it calls them sinners like with you know different types of people and their sexual orientations and and all that and like you people are going to hell um any religion basically for me that has dealt with the idea that god can create something and yet we have to overcome it so that we are no we are not going to hell anymore and stuff this can no longer be my mm. my thing interesting yes. that's a very uh loaded kind of uh background to the what are they called again the sumerians yes the sumerians um which is modern day iraq by the way oh okay yes yeah it's interesting how how humanity really like we pretty much know for a fact that it started somewhere in yes. the middle east right yes exactly exactly I was going to oh, go ahead. Maybe. No, because before that, we were uh, nomads. We were um, hunter-gatherer societies. Yeah. And then when we settled in Mesopotamia and mm-hmm. uh, Sumeria, this is when we became settlers and farmers and we discovered agriculture, mm. started building cities and civilization and yeah. and rules and laws and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So I have a question. So what, when, what kind of... So, because you said it's the oldest civilization that we know of, right? Mm. How do we? How can we be... How do we dissect that kind of information? What did they leave behind? Did yeah. they write? What did they write on? So yeah, mm-hmm. in terms of the Sumerians themselves, they have um, something called the Sumerian Kings List. It's okay. a tablet made of, of it's a big brick, it's a clay brick that has four sides, and it's right now in the British Museum. Okay, and it has the list of all the kings that have basically reigned on Sumeria okay. from the beginning of when they consider time began. Or their civilization began. And it's very interesting because they actually consider um, their own civilization. It's not like it started eight or 7,000 years ago. It actually started, according to them, 300,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you have these um, these kings or like supreme gods, beings, whatever, who would, would serve as kings for 150,000 years. And then someone come for 28,000 years. And then... And then it would connect to actual kings who uh, we know have actually existed. You know, so we they say that, oh, this one's the, the son of the previous one. We can't really sure make sure where that one is or if he's real. But we do know that, for example, king, one of them is we- real. One of them. Yeah. And then the entire bloodline is correct. And you just and, trust it. And can be, yes, you can trust the top one. But from a specific place, you can start actually connecting the bloodline and the, the whole family tree. And okay. So that is real. Like these were real. Mm-hmm. kings or people who ruled like we can verify we can verify yeah. and th- by that time they have been ruling for like 60 years 50 years like anything that's you know within norms and what, what did we mm-hmm. use to translate do we have some sort of like like a rosetta stone version for sumerian language it, it, well it was it's studied because uh, so the sumerian language uh, later became the assyrian language and the akkadian and the aramic so and sem- the arabic semitic language yes so exactly like the mother 
Exactly. It's That's language. language. And plus, if you actually read certain things, you will see a lot of the na- same pronunciations and same mm-hmm. words that have translated. Even in Arabic, mm. you can see that it's it's like the child of, of yeah, this. Because uh, Arabic, I think, is the youngest uh, yes. Semitic language. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. So okay. even when it comes to like Enlil, his name, Il, at the end, Il is the reference to, to Allah, mm. but in the ancient Jewish language. So when you have the names of the angels, like you have uh, Mikhail, Jibrail, mm. Ammanuel, uh, Azrael, all Il at the yeah, end, yeah, just yeah. like the first God who was in Sumeria. So mm. they still maintain that same pronunciation and the suffix of the of the words. Understood. Well, to be honest, as you were talking, yeah. I had a lot of things in, in my head that I want to say, obviously, but I don't want to interrupt. So I don't know where to start. I guess we could. I could start talking about the idea of multiple gods. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the first thought I had, you, you said that you could see that Abrahamic languages were copying and pasting from the Sumerian religion. Yes. Um. That made me think instantly because I went to a Christian college. It was mostly Protestants, but there were some Catholics yeah. that I've met. And then there was a whole this whole debate. Well, Catholics oh, yeah. added more, uh, more books, oh, yeah. and then Protestants removed we books. Removed, you yeah. know, so yeah. like, which one do I? <laughs> oh, I we, we know much about the, the uh, Catholic. apocrypha. I think it's called. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, when I was there, um, there was this idea that Islam copied from Christianity. Okay. Right. Because I was the only Muslim there at the time. Mm. There was one, but I think he converted to Christianity and one already graduated. So they come to me, the only Muslim on campus, and they want to ask me questions. They want to know about my religion, my faith, because they don't have much yeah. exposure other than media. Yeah. And so I have this kind of, this duty of carrying the billions, yes. you know, you over a billion. Re- you have to represent. <laughs> I have to represent. If somebody yeah. makes a snide comment and wants to anger me, I can't reply in anger because that's yeah. what they want, right? Yeah. So, yeah. When I went to college, this was in 2015, when I went there, I wasn't really well-versed in Islam. I just mm-hmm. knew the basics, right? You know, you fast, you pray five times a day. Yes. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is, is, is the prophet. Yeah. Allah is God. I didn't know more philosophical questions like free will, predestination, all these questions they had. And so there was a time where um, I was like questioning what I knew. Yeah. About yeah. faith. Like, what do I know? Man? Yeah. Like, these guys know the Bible. They know what like, the yeah. Bible is like 10 times bigger than the Quran. And they know which verse <laughs> yeah. to point at. And like, man. Yeah. Um, and so when they asked me questions, because what we had was uh, my freshman year, we would have like dinners every week together at, at, with the dorm hall. Like, we lived in a dorm okay. hall. So okay. we go together and sometimes, sometimes they would ask me questions. The basic ones I could answer. The more complex ones, I couldn't. And the person who would actually ask all the complex ones sometimes... Or I said always sometimes, always yeah. would ask is a guy named Dan Hipschman. I mentioned him before in the podcast and he really wanted to wanted to know about my faith and I didn't know how to answer his questions. And I felt like, man, I, I'm, I'm it's so... It's a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel like so intellectually inferior to yeah, this guy. This yeah, guy like, yeah. knows his stuff. Yeah. So I became more well-versed. I started to know about concepts he was teaching me about free will and predestination, etc. And then I want to see what um, Islam says about this, I started mm. the Quran, seeing, you know, some uh, verses, learning, etc. So as time went on, I became more well-versed with, with faith. I kind of rekindled my uh, love to with religion. Yeah. And um, uh, the more I talked to people, the more 
I kind of have my, I form my, my own ideas about Islam. That yeah. are, it's not like something that goes against Islam, but something that's not really like, well explained in Islam or not touched on. And I had to form my own yeah. idea of what the answer would be to this. Yeah, it's like instead of just repeating the, the what, what someone told you, now yeah. you have your own version Ex- of the answer, exactly. which is very good. That's what's all about. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so there was, I, I'm, I'm going to circle back to the whole yeah. copy paste. So there was one time, my sophomore year, so my second year, this is I became more confident. I, like I know my stuff now, at least. I think. <laughs> Ask me the questions now. You know, the Dun- have you heard of the Dunning Kruger effect? No. So the Dunning Kruger effect it's basically describes. So the way it's shown is you have an x and y axis. So you have the y and x axis, and okay. on the y axis you have confidence, and on the x axis you have competence. Okay. When you when somebody learns something new. Their confidence tend to be up sky high, yeah. but as they progress, okay, it goes down, and they realize how much they don't know. Yes, right, and they yes. have this like trench where they're like, "Oh man, I just there's so much I don't know." Yeah. and so some, most people quit in this trench, mm. but then people, if you persevere, you'll slowly uh, get confidence back as time goes on. Interesting, and as your confidence goes on, and then you'll be a person who's confident but know your limitations. Mm. And this is, by the way, this is how I judge every new per- person I meet. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I have my own subconscious way of putting them on the scale. Interesting. Right? Okay. Where, where is this guy in the Dunning-Kruger effect? Okay. So you're... I'm going to ask you where I am. You're, you're, you're like here. <laughs> okay. You know your stuff. <laughs> okay, so at least when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people that are so confident. Uh, easy example is crypto. Everybody nowadays think oh, they're like a, like an expert <laughs> in crypto because yeah. they had one good investment and now they feel like they're financial advisors on Instagram. Maybe not even a good investment. Maybe they just saw yeah. it go up one time. Uh, and like, I'm like 2% down. up. Hey, guys. So here, let me tell you. Um, it was what I, you do. I'm like in the trench. I, okay. you know, when it comes to finance. Anyway, so uh, maybe in the at that time, sophomore year, maybe I was going down the trench. I was still confident, mm. um, but I was still heading down. Like okay. uh, there's more. Okay. This is deep ocean like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So I found myself at one point debating kind of six Christians at the same time in, oh, like, wow. in the cafeteria. That is not easy. It's not easy. Protestants um, as well. I, I so. make it sound cooler than it. Yeah, it's pro- <laughs> Protestants as well. I think yeah. there were maybe, maybe one Catholic yeah. in, in it, but um, I make it sound cooler than it was, but it genuinely started off with them asking me questions about my religion. I sat with Daniel and then people started to join like, okay. hey, Daniel, you know, meet this guy, JJ. So what, what I went with yeah. uh, America or by, and they would ask me, you know, questions and then slowly there was a switch. Okay. Then they went into attack mode. Yeah. So first yeah. it was I want to know, like you know, for instance, I'll give you an example. This is this happened. So how does one get into heaven? Okay. And I say, for instance, you follow God's commandments, you do, right? Yeah. And then you go go to heaven. And then switch happens. But what if so, I do that? No, no. What, uh, what they say? So, so so God's love is conditional. Oh. Right. That's what they say. Okay. And I say yes. Oh, wow. I say, yeah, God's okay. love is conditional. I don't believe in unconditional love. There's okay. no such thing, in my opinion. Interesting. They, they, think, they think they want to trap me, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm just giving like an example of a switch that happens, right? So then this is where the copy-paste came. Okay. The question of copy-paste. Okay. One guy says, I believe that Islam copied Christianity, which okay. is a valid kind of argument or concern. Yeah. It's because we have the same prophets. Same kind of stories or very, very similar very stories, similar. very similar names or same names. But same only people. like uh, the dates change a bit. Yes, and or like, something. Uh, the, some of the names. And, names yeah. and some of the stories as well. It's like not not one-to-one, one, but it's yeah. pretty much one-to-one. One. 
Um, but Islam came after, right? Yeah. And so the only logical conclusion for this guy who believes Christianity is the truth is that this guy, Prophet copied. Muhammad, copied. Of course. Now, um, I kind of argued against it. And this is what I said. The first thing I said is, if Islam claims to be the successor to Christianity, it, it falls within reason that it's going to have a lot of the same stories. Okay. You know what I mean? If okay. it's a continuation of Christianity, why would it deny the stories? Okay. Why would it deny what's before that, which is Judaism? Why would it deny any religion that was that was maybe perhaps sent by God before Judaism, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. There, there will be consistency. Now, obviously, one of two can be right. Either it's true and it's and it's um, and it's and it's the truth. That's why it'll it'll be very similar because truth will not change. Okay. Or somebody copied. Okay. Right. Okay. I said this. These are the two possibilities. Now I said I made a claim. I said he could not have copied. Right. And he's and then somebody asked me why. We'll see because um, this is a little bit hazy. But what I said is kind of this, and this is the research I did at the time. I took the story of Musa, Moses, and Yusuf, I saw him, Joseph okay. and Moses, uh, okay. Moses, right? They both lived in a time where, in, in the Bible, the ruler was called Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Okay. In, in the Bible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and in the Quran, the, the king, I think for Joseph was called Malik, and for Musa was called Pharaoh. In the okay, Quran. okay. And I was like, hmm, if he was copying, why did he not copy uh, Pharaoh for both instances? Why the switch, right? So then we look back. At this time, by the way, at the time of the Prophet here, the hieroglyphics was, was a dead language. We didn't discover the Rosetto Stone until 19th century. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we, we it was a dead language at that time, hieroglyphics. Nobody could read a tablet. Yeah, we didn't yeah, have, yeah. right? Yeah. After we discovered the Rosetta Stone, then we understood, then we could decipher the, the language of the Egyptians. And then we, what, this is what we see. At the time of Moses, the ruler was indeed named Pharaoh. Okay. But at the time of Joseph, he became, the ruler was named King. Okay. 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 So I said, how did he know? How did he know? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. That was the question, okay. right? Yeah. One of them, he was not getting the argument. He's like, well, it's just a coincidence or like a random change. Like, why? Because if his source was the Bible, he would have made the same mistake. Mm, if, if he was copying from the Bible, he would have made the same mistake. And he didn't have the Rosetta Stone. I mean, okay. he, it was a dead language. Yeah. He didn't know the, the hieroglyphics. Yeah. So who else gave him that information, right? Yeah. If he claims that God is talking to him or he's getting revelation from God, God would not be wrong, right? Obviously. So then this is that, this was my argument and and it got to the point where this guy was on, on the right, on my right side, I remember him. I don't remember his name. I'm going to mention his name. Yeah. He he felt defensive. Oh, well, of course. And of then course. my friend Dan said that's actually a good argument okay at the time yeah so this is why i like this guy because <laughs> he's open-minded yeah right yeah if it's a if it's a strong argument don't just 
hold grasp to to um, your stance. So that's what you, we call uh, cognitive dissonance. Yes, which yes, is yes. like when you're presented with a new argument, like you, that shock, which is like this does not compute with what I already know. Yes, and like you said, it's it takes a lot from a person to actually accept mm-hmm. new ideas and at least or at least consider them. Like, hmm, you know, like there could be something there. Yeah. So yeah, I get what you mean. So now I want to go back to the Sumerian religion. Um, when you first said copy and paste, the the first thing I said, okay, maybe we didn't copy and paste. Maybe oh, not we. I'm just, I'm saying we yeah, as yeah, Abrahamic, right? It. Maybe maybe it's the truth, right? If yeah. if the truth, yes, that's not copying and pasting. It's just a, se- a sequence of yeah. truth. Um, but then you mentioned the religion has multiple gods. Yeah, that's to me where it got interesting internally in my head. I'm like, hmm, how do I? What's my first? Because I don't want to be that type of guy who is an expert on everything because everybody's an expert in, expert in everything. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing where I can't know the answer to, and I have to go research. Mm-hmm. When it comes to multiple gods, I don't think that concept can exist to me logically. Yeah, I agree. The, the idea of multiple gods, you'll always have the, um, who, who was the first God who created that God, who created that guy. And you don't have the problem. If, if, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's the infinite regression. Yeah. Right, and so there has to be the first, the first god. Yeah, right. This, that's logical. Yeah, even when when it comes to science, right? Because I was, you know, have you ever used Clubhouse? No, the app? I mean I saw it, but uh, I, oh I don't god. have an iPhone. Oh. But so this is literally Dunning Kruger effect one hundred and one. <laughs> okay, if you go to this app, you remember when I said people are like over here yeah, where they're yeah, so yeah. confident, but they don't nothing. Everyone is there. Going. Everybody's there. <laughs> <laughs> I go in. Everybody's an expert. I yeah, go yeah. in. They're talking about God in one of the in Arabic. And then they were saying, like, uh, as I was asking this atheist um, doctor lady, uh, where did the universe come from? What started? It was like Big Bang. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're using a word, Big Bang. That's what Explain that what, what, okay. Because if you're, if you're a person who follows science, you know that, you know the, about the law of thermodynamics, law of um, conservation of energy. Of energy. energy Which is nothing, it's concern, well, nothing, uh, everything transforms. Basically. Yes, you yes. cannot create or destroy energy. Exactly. It can only change from one, one yep. to another, right? Yep. So even if it's the Big Bang has started, it could not have been out of nothing. Right, yeah. something must have created it, yeah. or 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 started it. Yeah. Right. Now you can say I don't know what that person, who what that thing is. That's fine because it's outside of our scope, right? But you can't be like that is the only catalyst that started the universe. See, that's when you, when more things come into play, and mm. that's the rabbit hole that I'm talking yeah. about because we are still talking about God or science or any or Big Bang, any of that, but we are still using very human yes, perspective yes. Yeah. and perception. Yeah. And even even science admits that outside of our perception it can't. It's like can't. And not only that, like as we when we say the Big Bang happened, we are already introducing time. Mm-hmm. Right? That means that something happened before the Big Bang or something happened since the Big Bang and so on. And what, but basically what I believe in and Mm. what the way I see it is that, uh, the big bang and everything is what we perceive through time, which is only through this three dimensional world, this perspective that we have, everything outside of that does not have time. So it's not, there is no beginning and no end. And that's what I believe religions try to convey when they talk about like God being forever and since forever and before time and after time and how heaven is going to be for all eternity. We always think like, 
what do you mean follow eternity? Like, I'm going to get bored, right? Like, yeah. I'm still thinking that there's a beginning and an end. But the way to f- to more visualize it is that it's just a state of existence. Decay. Like, it's just, like, it, it's there. Time is just a way to measure Exa- state To measure of distance, the actually. Yeah, yeah. To me- measure distance between, like, how long it takes from one object yeah. to, to move to another location. That's, yes. that's what time is. Uh, that's how we, we were able to, to, to try to grasp what reality we live in. Mm-hmm. But that's why, like, when you said... Um, with science, like if you follow science or you follow all this, and to me, it's like, why are we still, you know, segregating these two things? Exactly. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a way to combine both of them, and we're both very happy. And, and there's a way where we cannot, uh, in a way that that combine, but there's a third element. So, what I, what I mean is, science is a tool to measure the physical. Yes. The concept of God is exactly. metaphysical. Exactly. It's like I'm giving you a, a scale and yeah. saying, give me your height using yes. the scale. It's the wrong tool to measure, right? Yes. When people try to say, well, I say, why don't you believe in God or something like that? They give you, oh, well, because I believe Proof. in science. Yeah. Right? And it's like they don't go against each other person. Exactly. Please. Because because if if we want to define what God is, right, mm-hmm. even to an atheist, okay, so what, what is your definition to the God you don't believe in? He will tell you this supreme being, mm. right? Okay, so this supreme being is working outside of our physical world. So how can you ask me for a physical evidence for something that's working outside of my physical world? But even, even if they saw physical evidence, right? Because there was a person who did a video. So what if a, a hand came through the clouds or a person just came down from the clouds, okay, right? Did some crazy stuff because people, people have jetpacks now. Like, oh, they have he has jetpack. Okay, so like, there's some crazy stuff. Like, not, yeah. nothing can do this, right? What would you say? Oh, I'm hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. Or someone drugged my right. Or, or, or there's some or some yeah. it's some hologram, yeah. right? It's there's always going to be an excuse because once. I don't know how to explain this, but like once you're so it's like the cognitive dizziness, yeah. cognitive dizziness you were talking about. Yeah. Once you're you have an idea and you believe it's the truth, like you wanna hold protect on it. to it. You wanna exactly. protect it, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you don't protect it, it's gonna change your life and in a way that you don't want. It'll make it uh, inconvenient. Not only that, like I also like in terms of because it's not like twenty uh, two hundred years ago. If someone came down from the sky, they would say, "Oh, it's a hologram." They don't even know what a hologram exactly. is, right? So uh, I would say even that our evolution through time and our understanding of the world around us changes. And here's the thing: someone said this to me once, which like I didn't accept it at the time, mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance. But mm-hmm. now it makes more sense because he was teaching us history, a history of art actually, and. I mentioned something about science. I don't know how it came up. And I was like, science changes all the time. Like some, a lot of things we believe in at some point turn Change, out to be yeah, wrong. Yeah. And then there's new proof, new evidence and stuff. And he said, well, so does religion. And he's right. Religion changes over time. And it's something that we are not able to accept as a, as a, as a humanity and as people. Who, because it is true that 7,000 years ago, people believed in a lot of things. 3,000 years ago, people believed in completely different things. During the Romans and the Greeks, they believed in stuff, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and what? Do you think religion changes over time? Do you think our perception of it changes over time? I think what we understand changes over time. And that's when we now look at new things. So, for example, if you look at the Egyptians and how they had like the god of the Nile, the Mm -hmm. god of the sun, Mm -hmm. the winter, the harvest and all that stuff. Why? Because they didn't really understand the world they were living in. So to them, it was more like, oh... I don't know what nature is. I don't understand science. This must be some being who is doing this for yeah. me. Once we start understanding that, Abrahamic religions came. 
And then we, we are no longer believing in multiple gods. We are now believing in the one God. And what is that one God represents? Creation. Because we don't know how we were created. We don't know what is, what is after death. We don't know where we came from. We don't know what the soul really is. So that's where we now have put God in. And it's not like it's that old. We're talking 3,000 years. When you look at the history of humanity, this is just a small, like a, a very logical time for a whole religion and an understanding of, of a specific type of spirituality, if you want, that eventually we're going to get, we're going to understand 100 years from now, a thousand years from now, we're going to understand what happens after we die. We're going to understand where we came from or what is consciousness and so on. Do you think we'll ever understand what happens after we, we die? Will. Yeah, because if you look at societies that were around 10,000 years ago, they worshipped the stars and they worshipped the sun, like I was saying, right? Because mm-hmm. they didn't understand them. Now we just look at them and like, okay. But to them, imagine someone who was living for 70 years, l- worshipping the sun. To him, it was like, this thing gives me life. It gives me heat in the day. Uh, it loves me and so on and so on. So they put a God in there, right? And once we understood what that is, خلاص, it was no longer a religion. But I, I do believe though there are, so as as you said, like when time progresses, our perception of things change, religion, yeah. whatever, right? But a- absolute truth can never change. I think that's the whole goal as as a as a consciousness mm-hmm. as as a humanity or whatever is it is we called on this planet i think we are all here for each other right mm-hmm. like, so i think because we wouldn't be here if people did not believe in the sun thousands of years ago and then some others came and understood it differently so what we are doing is we are on this path of understanding creation yeah understanding our purpose and it took us from from the most physical things where we put god in to now more spiritual things eventually we're going to get to even higher and higher levels that's interesting i have like i sort of agree but also also yeah. sort of disagree yeah because there's one element where technology is progressing and we are getting smarter smarter every day and we're figuring things out yeah. but i do believe there are things we'll never figure out and for instance, because when you talk about also, because you brought something interesting, you said people used to worship the sun, mm. you know, different gods. There's always that what stuck with us throughout these thousands and thousands of years is our innate um, desire to worship. Yeah. That always stays was to, to me. That's like a consistent factor. And to me, that's very interesting. Yeah. It's like we were made to worship. Yes. Um, we were the only ones made to worship, which begs the question as to our origins yeah yeah why are we the only ones who need to worship why Mm. are other animals and every other being on this planet does not need to worship anything that's a good question i might have an answer an islamic answer to that but but, uh, i was gonna say yeah so there no matter there are things that you cannot solve or things that you cannot do period i can for instance i cannot make a square circle yeah, you're talking about some laws yeah, that some, we are in. Yes. Okay. Like, like no matter what we do, yeah. no matter how smart we get, we can never make a square circle. Okay. Right? Um, and we just have to accept that. Now, what I think the difference between people who worship idols and, and the sun, different than the people um, or some religions now, mm. is that they used to come to belief because they had lack of knowledge, like you said. Right. Okay. We also have the same kind of the same. 
but it's kind of a diff in a different way. We, at least for me, the way I came to God is through knowledge in a sense that. But you wouldn't have woken up one day. And that's very important. Mm -hmm. And I'm not attacking no, your no, faith no, or anything. No, no, my faith or anything. But there's no way you would wake up one day and say, I believe in the prophets. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You had to have someone tell you that. Yeah, of course. Everything you believe in testimony. Whereas, whereas since the dawn of humanity, we have always looked up to the sky to worship something. Yeah, yeah. Without anyone telling us. Yes. So there is an innate, the innate in us is whatever is God or the creator or whatever you want to call him. It's, it's those details that are being passed down and Personally, it's the details that I have a problem with. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I was saying. That's yeah. fine. Detail, mm. Details, that's why I said I have my own opinions on things yeah. in Islam, right? What I mean when I say through knowledge, I don't mean through knowing that Prophet Muhammad was okay. a prophet okay. or to, through knowing, that, but through things I could not argue out of. Okay. And I'm not talking about Islam. Okay. I'm talking okay. about the one and unseen creator, right? Yes. So like, um, I, I don't, I can't give like an abridged version of everything I went through because it's like years and years uh, of okay. searching and, and, you know, yeah. but, but like I said, thinking of, of, of law of conservation of energy where nothing can be created out of, like, you can't create anything out of nothing. Somebody, something had to have created us. People come up with, with theories. Okay. Well, there's multiple universes, mm. right? Okay, but to me, somebody had to create those universes, even because that's also like an argument I don't like, the multiverse theory, because, oh. well, to me, because it's outside of our universe. I mean, lo logically, it, it's fine. Okay. But we can never, ever, 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 ever have evidence for it because it goes outside of our universe. In order to investigate it, we have to go outside of our own universe. Well, some would say that the Mandela effect is a... Uh or deja vu, uh, yeah, or yeah, deja but vu is, or stuff it like could that. be just a biological uh, phenomenon. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, so yeah. there's to me what what I mean is it's not, it's a cool theory. Yeah, but it doesn't solve the question. Or oh, it doesn't no, no, answer no. the yes, question, yes. what created it? That's true. So there still needs to be, oh, if they talk about simulation, right? Okay, some aliens are simulating our civilization. Okay, who created the aliens? Yeah. Yep. Even if you go back billions of simulations, yeah. there has to be the beginning simulation. There's always going to be a point yeah. in which something started. Yes. Right? Um, I think what, what I was going to say is, to me, you can have two, if you believe in the creator, yeah. you, you can have two... Um, ways you go about it. You can do what Newton did, where he was a deist. Believe that something created you, it left you alone. Halas. Okay. You know, watchmaker yeah. God. Yeah. Or you believe that that thing communicated with you. Okay. There's a new way. But tell me first yours, because yeah. that's a whole new way but, of yeah, looking that, at that, things. That, that, that's, the, that's the two I can think of. I'm pretty sure there's more. Yeah. The one, the, so if it communicated, then I have to investigate it. Of course. I don't want, like you said, someone telling me about Prophet yes. Muhammad, right? Yes. Even if they didn't, even if he or she or they didn't communicate, um, like I said, we have the innate yes. desire to worship. Yes. That So to me, it's never a problem because even if I'm going a little bit to Islam, even okay. Islam talks about, you know, it doesn't matter if, if for those who don't, didn't know, they will be tested different in different ways. Yes. Yes. I've heard right? that. So, heard so that. to me, like that's already solved or, or at least addressed. Yeah. Addressed. Okay. But 
Um, so even if people who worship the sun, as long as they believe that was the truth, yes. I have no issue with it. I think there's even a verse in Quran talking about like uh, what they worship, their God is fine. Like yeah, their but God. you're Not, different. You're different. Yeah. But but as long as they are worshiping their God, yeah, they're not going against their beliefs, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so to me, that's why because people say. Oh, it's not another uh, yeah. can of worms here, <laughs> okay. but I was gonna say because I, I um, there were arguments about the claims the Quran make and things like that where I couldn't. Now, obviously, there are things that I have problems with. Mm. For instance, um, I was talking to Dan about this. How can a limited human being, so we because we yeah. die, right? Yeah, who can um, commit a limited amount, a finite amount of sin? suffer infinitely okay right yeah that's a question i couldn't answer logically yeah. right um so the way dan and i the guy the christian guy we talked about it he introduced the concept concept of annihilationism um where he said that you serve um how many millions of years whatever whatever it's a finite amount of time in hell and then god destroys your soul annihilates your soul oh good god yeah <laughs> okay. right close you're done okay. it's like before you're born like it's not, there's nothing nothing okay. is. because we feel if you look at the language of of the of, of hell yeah, but that contradicts that there is no nothingness because like you said the law of thermodynamics is that there's within nothing. the universe okay soul the soul doesn't pertain to this universe i don't think what do you mean so, so like, the laws of the universe, the uniformity of uh, laws is, uh, is pertained within our universe. This world is outside of our universe. Okay, Hell I is outside. It. So okay, the okay. laws are different there. Okay, I got what you mean. Yeah, I got what you mean. So I was, I, I was saying, um, when you look at the language of, of, of um, hell, it's always eternal fire, eternal yeah. hell. It's not that you are going to be there infinitely. It's hard. It's like... <laughs> So hell is is eternal, but not you. Not you. Okay. Oh, right? interesting. Interesting. So hell is always mentioned as eternal, eternal fire, eternal. Oh, interesting. Right. But mm. um, uh, so so to me, uh, the concept of annihilationism could I, I adopted it. Okay. For I also had some some arguments with people about does God know everything? Okay. Right. Does he know everything? I talked about the future because Dan also brought this thing. Does God know the future? Which is an interesting question. Yeah. Right. Um, I said, I just believe, yes, obviously God knows the future. Yeah. But then if you think about it, does God know everything? Does God know about the golden unicorn flying over the sun right now? Which golden unicorn that is flying around the sun? There's, <laughs> okay. there's no golden unicorn, right? Okay. So God does not know about it because it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. When we say God knows everything, that thing should exist for God to, for God to know about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So if there's if there's no unicorn flying over the sun, why would God, God know about it? Oh, this could fit within the multiverse theory. In one universe, there is a unicorn. Maybe. Gold unicorn. If, if it exists, then God yeah. will know about it. Yes. I have no yes. issue with that. Yeah. The thing is, is the future a thing? That's that still falls in in our perception that time is linear, yes. right? That the the past is before. You would love that, by the way. He yeah, loves would... talking about the time and linearity. Oh, yeah. He has a, he has a whole um his own theory about time and God. Nice, which I want like, to my mind. Yeah, I want to hear that. Yeah. yeah, So that's I mean, it still falls under that, right? Like, because yeah. we are still looking. We we might say, oh, the future is unknown, but 
that's because we are only perceiving this branch of time, mm-hmm. right? We perceive three branches of space and one branch of time uh, yeah, in yeah. our reality. And we are incapable within our very limited brain now to see that. Mm. But I, I would argue that if the God that whatever you're referring mm-hmm. to has that, definitely will know it because there is no past and future. There is now. Yeah. There is an, a state of existence that's happening at the same time. You are perceiving it at a different time, right? So time is not the, is, if you want to say like constant, it's there. And your perception of it is what you define as present, past, yes. and future. Yes. So, yeah, definitely, I would time say. Time is such a, uh, yeah. it's such a, I, w- I, w- I want to talk to you more about time in the future. Because yeah. I want to get better at talking about time. Because sometimes I get it. Sometimes it slips. It slips. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, okay, I got the concept of time, but then there's new variable that puts in, like, oh, what if, you know? So I think that's that's our problem as humans, right? Like, why are we? Why do we have the capability of of noticing certain things, and we we can't completely understand them, right? Like, it's not like a, an animal is sitting there thinking, what is time or what is my consciousness? Mm. But we, it's like. This this goes back to, by the way, this bit crazy ancient astronauts theory and aliens and stuff like that, that we were not supposed to kind of have that, right? Because like, it feels like there are always, like we are capable of understanding to a certain extent, but then we know that we are limited and we can't understand more. That's yeah. just torture. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why would you even present something to me and tell me you will never be able to understand it? Just don't put it there. Mm. So... So that also begs a question as to why are we built in this way to kind of, and will we be able to understand it at some point? Like, it's just like a progress of consciousness and understanding and so on. Or is, or is it always going to be just outside the door, but we're never going to be able to understand it? I think what just outside the door is, it's just outside of our universe. Which is why we can't perceive we it can't now. We can't perceive it. Mm. So when you die. So death. Death. It's the sweet release, and yeah, <laughs> and all answers will be questions. Yeah, you'll be satisfied. All questions, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, what I told Dan is that what humans are, we're truth seekers. Oh yeah, right. We Love want it. we want truth. Yes, we don't like not having truth. And then once we believe we arrived at the truth, we want to hold on to it. That's cognitive yes. dissonance. Yes. Because yes. we, because we're satisfying a part of us that's that's like answered, halas. And we've been fighting for it for a while. Like we've yeah. been searching for this tooth. Oh, like, I got it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Don't don't tell me there's more out there for for now at least. Exactly. So when I say like when I arrive to God, Abraham and God to Islam, it's because I genuinely believe that yeah. is the truth. Yeah. You know, if so, I don't care what you are, what you believe in, as long as you genuinely believe that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll respect you. Yeah. And I told him, because, and this goes back to, I think you said your son asked your question. Yes. So when he asked who's right, to me, as long as you believe in, as long as you believe that's the truth, yeah. don't believe it because your parents taught you or or, or yes. somebody else taught you. Yes. As long as you did your due diligence yeah. and, and and believe that's the truth, um, that's that's the thing. But that's the idea is that how satisfied also are we with the truth? Hmm. Right? Like, okay, I got to the truth. Is this going to be enough for me? Am I going to accept it? Or a new truth has been presented as a theory. And am I going to go search for it even more? And the search never ends and so on. Like, for example, you and me are sitting here talking, right? 
you have a right to your tooth. Yes. Right? I have a right to my tooth. But the fact that we're discussing it means that we both know that there is something more to that tooth. Yeah. We're looking for it. Yes. You got what I mean? So yes. we will never scratch that itch of, of, of truth with the capital T. What do you call that um, oh, that slope in math where it never t- touches the... Um, yeah, like it's, it goes to the infinity, right? Like the, the limit. Yes. That's what yes. we are. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, but I do believe we, we are very close to a lot of truths. Maybe. Because Maybe. if you look at civilization, yeah. the way the technology, the way we proceeded, the way we heal people me- through medicine, modern medicine, all the, you know, all these inventions, um, we're, we're pretty close to a lot of truth. I'm not saying all the truth. I'm not saying the truth of the creation. Yeah, yeah. But like certain truths we can, right? Um, we are getting more tools to answer those truths. To yes. Those, yes. 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 Um, I was going to say that um, with, what was I going to say? What were we talking about before this, real quick? I do remember, like, if you want to go back there in terms of the... Um, Truth seekers. Yes. So with Dan, what I said, when because we asked a question, like, who's right? Yeah. Right? And I said, look, whatever God is there... Yeah. As, I hope that as long as he sees that I'm seeking him, I'm seeking the truth. I said, if if your Christian God is the correct God, yeah, yeah, as yeah. long as he sees that I'm seeking him, yeah. but I found this to be the truth and I genuinely do believe it. But I, I searched. I wasn't lazy. Yeah. I searched. I hope that he will see that. Yeah. And I hope that my God, if he's the correct God, he will see, that. He will see you that you're you're seeking truth. Khalas. Yeah. Going to people saying, oh, you're a Christian, you're going to hell. Oh, you're going to hell. You're an atheist. Yeah. Right. There are people who will never know of God the way we know of God, the prophet, whatever, you know, sending yeah. us the message. But they're seeking truth. Yeah. They believe the sun was the truth. Yeah. Right. They exactly. genuinely believed it. So to me, that's why it doesn't really, I don't really, it doesn't bother me that much. What bothers me in that thought as well, even though it's nice and everything and like the God, is this separation, which I can't accept. Like there is no way for me to accept that God is separate from us and that he has created a world in which people are not connected to him in any way all the time. So you were talking earlier about uh, how to go about things like if you're a deist or right uh, mm. and 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 this is what what I believe in okay and what I will present to you as an idea mm. that you can look for and uh, you know research and all that and it's the idea it's called the divine matrix I think you briefly talked on it on our I way briefly, in, the, in the parking lot yes yeah. so the divine matrix is this concept mm-hmm. is an idea that basically everything, Everything is made of God. Everything. Okay. I know it's very difficult and I know it goes against a lot of things, but yeah. I'm not just talking about every human. I'm everything. talking about everything, the molecule, the water, the, the scouts, the, the reality that we live in, the reality we don't know of, the multiverse, the uh, smallest uh, uh, atom, in, yeah. atom, quantum, everything you can imagine is made of God. Okay, mm-hmm. and this God, this creator, this thing that is there, is experiencing his creation through us, through consciousness. 
So look okay. at it like this. If you are the only thing that exists, then there's nothing that, or there's no one that can witness your existence because yes. you're the only thing that exists. Yes. So the theory goes is that God basically, or the creator, because when I say God, it's more biblical and yeah, Abrahamic, yeah. right? So this creator, the moment he, the moment he, we, can, we have to say time, yeah. even though it's, yeah, there's yeah. no time, but yeah. his existence created a split within itself so that it can witness itself, it can experience creation and what does creation have to be, what it is, okay? And through that, we are talking about every human experience that there ever was and ever will be, every animal experience, everything planets go through, the universe, the multiverse, the, uh, the timelines, everything that there is, right? And it jumps from this one to second to the third dimension and fourth dimension of, of different beings that exist outside of our reality that are also part of this divine matrix. When you talk angels and demons and supreme beings, when you talk about prophets and you talk about uh, messiahs and, and masters and all these people who wherever they now ascended to different places and are in what we call heaven and all that, mm. these are just different layers of, of realities. These are not the last reality. They are different layers of it. So we are now, for example, the theory goes is that you and me are experiencing this reality right now. But my self as well, my soul, is experiencing a different reality at the same time at a higher, at a higher dimension and at a lower dimension. It's all happening at the same time and it's all connected together with God. What I believe happened when it comes to this religion idea, not just Abrahamic ones, like mm. when you're talking about all religions, is a form of, sadly, it's a form of politics and, and, and control. Because what does religion, the first thing religion tells you is, the others are wrong, we are right. That's literally how you, be, you are part of a religion. Mm. You cannot be in a religion and believe in everyone. You can't. If you, are, if you are saying, I believe in this religion, that means everyone else is wrong, which already creates a separation. So, but could you, can I reply to that real quick? Yes, sir. So, if you have a car accident, it's either the car accident was done intentionally or by mistake. Okay. Those are the two only two realities that can exist. There's no third variable. No. Right? So, when you're in a court... Let's say f to settle this, yeah. you need to have a jury. Okay. The jury will take the evidence, mm -hmm. and then they will they will side with either the the prosecutor or the defendant, yeah. right? Um, that's what I think religion is. That in order for you to be right, the other has to be wrong. Okay. So even if God, for instance, doesn't say in this religion that the others are wrong. It's implicitly, uh, it's implied. Um, yeah. If the, if you're in this, because we're because what, what I mean by the accident, the car accident is the creation of, of the universe. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And we're the jury. Okay. Uh, I just came up with that. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use I think that. that we can go deeper into this idea as yeah. well. Yeah. So so we're the jury, and we're we're presented the facts, or we're present we're presented the evidence. The evidences, right? Whatever it is, the Quran is an evidence. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Or people's yeah. testimonies. Because yes. if you think about Medical it, stuff, beliefs, yeah. Every, and yeah. Everything you believe, this is just a, I'm going off on a tangent mm. real quick. 
anything, anything you can you believe of, anything is based on someone else's testimony. Exactly. Anything. Exactly. You believe your dad is your dad, your mom is mom because they tell because you. Because they told you. Yeah. Right? Anything yeah. you believe in. Even, really, even if you did the DNA test, it's yeah. because someone told you someone that this told is you the, these uh, tests. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. The, uh, I was thinking about this with the whole Sumerian religion, like who was deciphering the, the cube. They're That's telling what they you what, yes. what the stories are saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's false, right? I'm just saying yeah. this is just facts. Yeah. Everything believe Religion is no different. Religion exactly. is just testimony. Exactly. Prophet is saying, "I'm testifying that this is right," and we're as a ju- jury. It's yeah, we're jury saying if it's the truth or not. I got the evidence. I concluded it's the truth. Yes. Now it could be if something comes that's better than it, right? I will have to go. Yeah. So far, nothing has satisfied me. Um, but uh, why did I say this? Do you- we're, we're talking about. Um- the separation of like a religion, a religion yeah, and yeah. the other has to be wrong. So, 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 so to me, um, when, when it really turns into politics, when mm-hmm. it turns to politics, when, when the people benefit from it, yeah, I don't see, at least with particular religions, Islam included, I don't see where it's a self beneficiary. Oh, it is. Um, in an individualistic level. It is. Look at the... Okay, I'm not going to talk about, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> any close religion. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk about uh, Catholicism, for mm. example, right? Okay. It benefits people in power. It benefits who who's putting the laws. And it benefits the countries that apply those laws under religion, uh, under religion ruling. But so what about an, an individual level? Because you have because now you're talking about okay. a state. Yeah, but but what do like there's this question? It's from um, the second Matrix movie, and it says, uh, "What do all men with power want? More power. More power. Yeah. That's it. So you have a for example, I'll give you a very easy one. So during the Middle Ages, Dark Ages of Europe, mm. you had the Crusades, yes. right? And what were the official uh, reason for the Crusades? Because those uh, Muslims took our land That's and Spain, where, where yeah. Jesus was born and, mm. and everything, and we want to take them back, mm. right? So what how what did they infuse within all these people who were there? Why did they send them to their death? Because they told them that's what God wants. That's what Jesus would have wanted. Uh, these are, the, um, the prophet is the Antichrist, what ha- we have been, you know, re- reading about for years. It's He has risen. We have to go kill him. We have to go kill all the Muslims and so on and so on. But, but the problem with that... What is the benefit from this? You get people who are still in power benefiting financially. Yes. Benef- benefiting from a social status. Yes. Benefiting from the class, from uh, making the weapons where, that people are, are are using and uh, and the weapon manufacturers are gaining. Just like now, by the yes. way, right? Like with the oil and all mm. that stuff. I mean, we all know about the US foreign policy, for example, mm. and what they do. So it's the same thing. It's just under different umbrella. So when we look at, for example, uh, the U.S., right, and what they did with uh, Iraq and Libya and, uh, you know, Syria and all that stuff, mm. since we're here, we know what the truth is. We know that they're only here for the oil, right? Yes. There's no debate. Yes, that. yes. What do they tell their people? Fear. How do they feed them the fear? Those infant, those uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. terrorists wants to come yeah, kill you, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the word terrorist wasn't even invented mm. up, up until like 40 years ago or something and this war on terror, mm. right? So instead of using a religious reason, they used a social reason or our way of life is going to change even though there hasn't been like a single attack, right? Like up yeah. to that point. Same thing when it comes to religion. So you use this religion to, to breed fear within people, okay? And tell them others want to come and change your way of life. Those Christians 
want to come to our land and take our land because you know we are the truth and they want to. But we, I feel like that's a human. I think I feel like that's religion mixed with human greed, that people interpret religion because if I think about because what what I mean is in an individualistic level. Yeah. Because I can't benefit. I'm not going to run a country, or whatever. Right. When I follow faith. Yeah. Right. Uh, theoretically, I might just benefit the person who wants to use religion yes. to run. Right. Yes. That's that's what you're saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying from my own perspective. Um. For instance, don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Right. Um, no sex before marriage. No interest. Uh, no dealing with interest. Yeah. Right. Um, things like that. They only help me. They in on- my way of life. Yeah, but they only help you because that's what yani, In a way, that's what you've been told helps you. I'll give you an example. So you know how weed is banned everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's drugs. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's bad, right? Weed is a plant. In yes. nature, yes, it's not something that is fabricated in a lab. But so is poison ivy. Yeah, but that's the thing. So there is, it's not illegal for you to have a poison ivy. Mm-hmm. You have it, you're gonna die, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Why isn't, for example, weed uh, treated the same way? We are being told that a plant that came from nature, you cannot use it, but you can use something that has been created in a lab, which has far worse side effects. The reason why I'm saying this is not to advocate for weed yeah. or advocate for that. <laughs> it's to tell you that just like it's the context and the way it's presented to you that affects what you feel towards it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, you're saying about like sex before marriage. Yeah. Right. So every all Abrahamic religions, yes. it's a big no, no. Yes. Right. But it doesn't take into consideration, for example, that you and this partner of yours might not be compatible. Mm-hmm. You might not have chemistry. Mm-hmm. That your partner could be a rapist. Could mm-hmm. be a, a he could beat you. He mm-hmm. could she could be something. Right? It doesn't take that. But the force is there, no? Yeah, but then it's like, oh, so religion or God did not notice, or God is okay with putting you in that place that you, as far as you're concerned, I followed the the, the rules, right? Mm-hmm. I did not uh, engage in any sexual activity with this person. I don't know what what he is like in bed, right? Let's say mm-hmm. I'm a woman. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing in bed. I don't know whatever. So I followed my religion. And I discovered a month into the marriage that he likes to beat me up, right? That's how he gets off. He mm-hmm. likes to beat me up. I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep it PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah, yeah. okay. So, okay, now we get a divorce. So God said that, hey, you go ahead and try what this other other person no, is like. No, that's why you collect data before you make a decision like that. How can you collect data about something like that? How Meeting can you collect... the person, talking to the person. I don't think anyone who's raped was, uh, was oh, ever. Oh, not, not rapists, but like incompatible people. Can you really define whether you're physically and sexually compatible with a woman if you just meet up with her and talk to her? Physically? Yeah. No. But but what's the trade-off? If what you, is the trade-off? The trade-off is you have a lot of children that are, that are raised by single parents. They are raised even with divorce. Yeah, but that's the data, for instance. So we'll go to alcohol because it's an easier, easier example oh, okay. first. So the no, no drinking of alcohol... Like, it's not just beneficial because someone told me it is. There's data. The oh, de- yeah. biggest cause of death that's non, uh, uh, what do you call it, biological yes, 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 is, yes. is alcohol, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it leads to not just death, like alcoholism, you lose your... Yeah, 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 yeah of so, course. To me, now, now, there is benefit to alcohol. Very short term. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as in wine. 
Okay. One glass of wine has an- antioxidant effects, and yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Right? And for your heart, it says like for long term. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. and I don't deny that. Okay. Now, when you think about why I think God bans these right hallucinogens, like we, I don't think God says weed is haram. Just yeah, like yeah, Scholars are. I'm, I'm giving like alcohol. True. True. Right. So, the way I think is because God um, is not only protecting the individual from society. But also the society from an individual. What okay. I mean is, if somebody, let's say, I can, I can hold my liquor, for instance, I can drink yeah. wine once a day, for instance. I'm not, I'm not saying I am. I'm saying this is an example. <laughs> I never drank. Okay. Yeah. Mom and dad, uh, I never. Yeah. Okay, no. But what I'm saying is, theoretically, there are people who can restrain themselves. True. Right. One, and that's never going to hurt them. However, as a society, we know that there are going to be people who of abuse. Of course. When you abuse, you hurt other people's in society. Yeah. You know, drinking under the influence. Of killing, course. You commit right. uh, accident, car, kill. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so even if you look at the verses in the Quran, it says there is more bad than there is good. Yeah. God is not denying there is good, but yeah. there is more bad. So, my, and my idea is yes, you can have parents who are divorced who can raise a child and have you yeah. know happy, but in the majority of society, when you look at like alimony and things like that, in the West at least, like mm. there's a divorce rate is like over half, 50%, over 50%, right? Yeah. You have so many, so many, so many disputes to the point where divorce cases and, and like, and child support cases take years to settle for one, for one family. Yeah. Right. And so what does that do to, to the society itself? You have kids living in, in, in foster homes. You have kids that have a crisis, identity crisis, moving between houses all the time. Right. So that, to me, that's the trade-off for someone who's incompatible, unless it's very, very, very serious. Um, like you said, like raping or beating Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Right. Most, for the most part, you're never going to have someone who's perfect because you're you're introducing the, the human condition. You're introducing free will. Free will is free will is a package deal. Then it's not free will. It is it is a package deal. If you think about it, if you want God to per- match you with somebody all the time that's perfect for you, your soulmate, um, you also have to accept that anytime you lie, God's gonna st- strike you. Yeah. Anytime you do something that's self beneficial or yeah. hurt somebody else, and people will not like that. So that's why it's like a it's it's a it's a very hard topic to me because and, and I, I talked to some people who who would debate me on this, who would say like, well, um, if God knows the future, then are you really making the choice? Are you making the choice? Mm. Are you, is he, why is he, why doesn't he just make you and put you in heaven or, mm. or hell? Yeah. Um, that's a very good question. And it bothered me for a long time. I said, well, you, you do have free will as in you, um, I'll explain, I'll explain what, what I mean by free will later, but, the, the the way I see it put is or the way I put it to people is if a cop if if you have an omniscient cop, police officer, who knows the future, who knows everything you're going to do, comes to you and jails you before you commit the crime. That's the movie Minority Report, right? I didn't watch oh, okay. it. Okay, watch it. Okay. About that. Okay. So but, if if you have a cop that comes yeah. and, and and sees the crimes you are about to commit and yeah. they put you in jail, you're always gonna be like, I would not have done that. There is gonna be like yes. this right. So what God does is he lets you live your life, right? This is your free will. You live your life, because when then when I put you to in jail or whatever, yeah. I have your life testifying against you. You have no excuse. Like you, you cannot say I didn't do this thing because you did it already. That's why God doesn't just 
um, creates you and then puts you in heaven or or, or, or hell. I get that. Mm-hmm. But again, this really boils down to a very judgmental God. And mm-hmm. if a judgmental God like that exists, then he would not be the creator. As simple as that. You cannot create the universe we live in. You cannot create a world where we are connected in love and in, uh, you know, solidarity and everything that's beautiful in this world. And the idea of creation from the start, just the idea of it, right? Like, it's not like we all thought of it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a very unique thing that nothing else exists other than creation. Nothing else in the yes. whole, everything yes. is creation, right? A God who would do that is not a, cannot be a God who is that judgmental. It's like, again, what we are doing is putting human elements and we are projecting our insecurities to a God and we're calling him God. And we say, because I would punish you if I was a policeman and you did crime, I put you in jail. But because I, I am punishing you, right? And to, to, to go even deeper than that, which is, could not be an accepted mm. idea, is that the universe doesn't really have anything about what is right and wrong. There's nothing right and wrong in the whole universe. Yeah, a, we have set the right and wrong. So we live in a society. We have set the parameters that you cannot kill, right? Because, because you, I like living and I'm assuming that the guy likes living as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, and you have taken a life and you have affected other people and so on, right? But when we see it in nature, we have no, no, no thought of it. When we see a lion eating a zebra, we don't say that lion is evil, right? We didn't say he said he did something wrong. We just said he did it. It's very objective. And my, my, uh, my interpretation of that is that God is also very objective, that, crea- that the universe itself is extremely objective. Me um, drinking alcohol, for example, even though it's, you know, like let's say it's uh, mm. banned in my religion and so on and doing mm. that, the universe in reality does not care at all what I do with my life. It doesn't affect it. It doesn't put a dent in anything. We have agreed on certain norms. We have, to, we have put those. So what, what I believe we have done is that we have put norms, we have created laws and created society, and then we put a ruling body on top of it that if you don't do this, he will punish you because that's what you do. And what you said earlier at the start about unconditional love, mm. I believe in unconditional love. I believe that the only unconditional love is from God, nothing else. No one can love anyone else unconditionally. This does not exist. Okay, we all have our own needs. We are all selfish. We all are, this this is between us. Yes, yeah. there's no unconditional love. But that unconditional love that comes from God, and it's even explained in a book I read once that basically our first experience with love comes from our parents. That's it. There's nothing for, that's your first, mm. any form of relationship comes from your parents, right? Yes. And how was your, the relationship with the parents? It was always conditioned. If you do good, I'll be happy. If you do bad, I'll punish you, right? So we have uh, manifested this idea that a love is supposed to be conditioned. That what I do not only affects whether it hurts someone or not, it affects how they feel about me. And then we took that idea and we placed it in in a God. And that we said, that God will punish me if I do something bad and he won't love me or he will send me to hell or he will stop 
completely destroy my soul after yeah, yeah, a long yeah. time, yeah. right? Or he will love me and reward me and get me to be in heaven with him as well. It's very conditioned based on what we have grown up in all of our houses. But I think I think it's reverse. I think because if you think about it, the um, humans only have two motivators: survival. No, not even that. Okay. If you really, really boil it down, we are motivated by two motivated by two things: either punishment or reward. I don't give me an example that. of anything you would do, and I'll tell you why it's either one of those. I went to play basketball. Okay. The the Sorry, reward sir. is you have fun. That's the reward. The reward doesn't mean doesn't mean physical thing you get. Yeah. Like money. Yeah. yeah. Reward is just a feeling. It could be a feeling, right? If I speed in the road maybe i like this the the feeling of driving fast yes. right yeah but then maybe i would slow down because i fear punishment of getting uh, a cop you know give me a ticket or send me to jail okay right anything you do uh, is 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 i think by from a biological level okay is punishment and reward i, I think that's ingrained in us so why are we the only ones judged for it so that's why i think um the 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 concept of free will no i think with an with animals um they don't have free will they do what they are designed to do they don't they don't have the um uh ability well and let me describe free will real quick because i think that's also uh, an important thing to do what i mean by free will because you have people who are called um not called but there's uh i forgot the name of it but people who believe in predestination and they believe basically that um, if you have, uh, we talked about it in my last episode, okay. where we, if you have all the variables, yeah, right, you, and you run the simulation, it'll always run the same. It'll always run the same way. Yes, yes. right. So if I code some, something, it'll give me this result. It'll always give me this result. Yeah. And so what humans are is if if we were born the exact with the same exact conditions. If, if, if we go back in time and the universe are created with the exact same conditions, we'll be having this exact conversation, okay. yeah. right? I'll be making the same exact movies. Yeah. Nothing will change. Which is a theory as well, by the way, like about the expansion and, and uh, then retraction of the universe. Like yeah. It's always expanding and then goes back and then expands again the same way. So that's a theory as well. Yeah, I heard about yeah. a theory. Yeah. So what, 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 what I'm saying is the free will, what it is, is that if you rerun this simulation of life, okay, that let's say... In this current simulation, I move this glass from here to here. Okay. Right? If I rerun it, you can. I might change it to here. Okay. That's okay. what the free will is to me. Okay. That, I, I can't describe it. I can't, put, I can't put words in it. But what the example I gave you is what I believe the free will is. So even if it's still conditioned, right? Because there's nothing that we do that is not that we don't need a, something to come out, to get yes, out. Yes. Like you said, there was yes. a punishment or a reward, reward, right? So would you say that free will is conditioned? Um, I feel like free will is, is inherent. It was given to us. That's why other creatures don't have it. Something had to give, like, you're asking why okay, us okay, okay. and not other creatures. Okay. I'm saying because it was given to us and it was not given to other creatures. But are we really doing something out of free will? That, like, okay, so what you're saying, let's say uh, the universe expanded, came back, and then you moved the, the, the thing in the yeah. other direction, right? The, the question is, 
if I am given this free will, mm-hmm. right? But not only am I, there are conditions, let's forget the conditions. I'm taught, uh, I'm told about the consequences yes. of my free will. Yes. The consequences, right? Mm. So the consequences of your decisions. Of my decisions, yes. which I am able to decide because, because I have free will. will. Yes. Right? Yes. But if I come tell you, you're free to leave. But if you leave, I'm going to shoot you. Mm. But you're free. Are you really free? That's that's the definition of whether we have free will or not. Because you can't make any decision objectively. It always has to re- to mm. have, where am I getting with this? What is the end goal here? Am I going to get hurt or am I going to hurt? So when someone tells me I have free will, like religions tell me, religion tell me, you have free will to do whatever you want. Yeah, but if I do what I want, I'm going to hell. How is that my free will? And am I actually not doing it because it's not okay for me to do it? Or is it because I'm not going to hell? Okay, that's a good question. I feel like I, I believe C.S. Lewis talks about this issue. Hmm. I, there are people that even if they know, knew the consequences, they are drawn so, to, yeah. to, to hell. Okay. That's something, that's a place they desire to go. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's not, yeah. it's not that actively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, it's, uh, I'll give you an example. When you, people kind of attract um, themselves, like yeah. groups. Yeah. If you look at drug dealers or, or druggies in America, yeah. they're usually always together. That's true. Um, Whereas I've never been ever like in, the, in like exposed to a gang, for example. Exactly. Like I've never, right? So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. people yeah. tend to uh, befriend people that are, they remind them of themselves. Even right? the, not only the people, even the events that happen in their lives and the consequences are th- that they attract eventually like yes. lead them to those places, which yes. is insane, like insane. But exactly. Nice. <laughs> but nice. Yeah. So when you think, think about people who are, maybe they've done wrong in their lives, they've mm. done drugs, they've done so many things. They don't like being in groups, which they remind, it reminds them that, that they are inferior, let's say. Okay. So they feel more content with being with groups that make them feel like they're okay for who they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna try to drive home a point with this. Um, so, what we were talking about? So, before. free will and whether we're really free. And then you mentioned C.S. Uh, Lewis, yes. right? What C.S. he said about C.S. This. Lewis, yeah. right? So then, what happens is because when you hang out, you don't feel like you can be a better person. You're too far gone. Yeah. You want to stay in this. Yeah. You created this world in which. And, and that's what I mean. Like when people they want hell, they don't actively say, "I want to go to hell," and I want that. Is that your actions and and your depravity of of faith of being a better person because you're you're in this limbo yeah. makes you a, a content person with with this decision that you've made. Yeah. Um, the the example you gave me is a tough one. I'll give you that. The, the question you gave: If I told you you could leave this room, you're free to leave, but I'll shoot you. I'm trying to um, take that into religion and see yeah. how I can better answer your question because it is it is a loaded question, no pun intended. Because hey. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> uh, it is it, it is a loaded question. What I would say is, let's let's assume that God is evil because evil and good is also it's it's a d- different topic. By the way, is God evil or good? Because what's evil is God good because He is good exactly. or because or it's like goodness is something existed before and, and what and what is our definition of good and evil because back in the day some things were good, good now considered evil, evil now yeah. things like so yeah, yeah so like this whole different debate yeah. is god good because he is good or because he says he is good yes right yes but for, from our definition let's assume god is evil okay okay 
um, of what evil is. That does not make that does not not make him God, or oh, yeah. the creator, or the truth of how we came to be. True. Right? Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so, whatever we're born or created with, um, we have to accept the parameters which have been set. Because you know when people say. Well, I, I can't believe God made me. Like, If I knew about the world, I, I didn't ask to be born or created, right? Okay. But you weren't a thing beforehand to be asked in the first place. That's like an oxymoron. Okay. Right? In order for you to know about this world, you would have to have existed existed in it and its parameters. Okay. Um, for, so now, uh, the para- if you give me the parameter of I'm in this room... If you leave, I'm going to shoot you. Um, but uh, you're free to go. Yeah, you you do have the f- free will within the param- the parameters that have that been I've set. set. Yes, because because what you're comparing free will to with the gun is the, what's the alternative? Well, I live in the world that everything is open, right? But even with that, everything is open. Like I'm free to do anything. They still have their own parameters. Okay, yes. you're on Earth. You okay. can't fly. You're not free to fly. Yeah, everything has a parameter, right? So to answer your question, I would say yes. You do. You you still have free will, but the consequence this that's the parameter that has been set. You have to accept it. That's because yeah, you're you're um, basically you're saying the free will is uh, outside of the consequence yes. of what my free will will lead me to. Yes, the parameter is came after. Your free will. Does it make sense? The the the, cons- the the gun and the shooting, your free will always existed in you, but those conditions didn't come with the free will. It's just what your free free will found itself in a situation to do. Yeah, because it's seeking what 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 will result in my choice. Yes. And once it saw that the result is not beneficial, mm-hmm. then I will not choose to do it. Well, that's the whole right. That's the whole thing about I talk about limbo. Some people might choose it. Because the consequence I'm thinking of is hell and heaven. Yeah. Right? So some people would say, I want to go to heaven. That's the the consequence that is beneficial to me. Whereas others would not want heaven. But that's because we don't really have an understanding of heaven and hell. These are concepts, not like me shooting you. Yes. Like I know if I'm going to like, you know, if I tell you, you're going to go out and you're going to, you know, what's going to happen if I shoot you. Yes. I don't know what's going to happen in heaven or hell. No one knows. No one knows. It's outside of our. It's outside. So it's easier to reject those ideas and to jump like, oh, I'm choosing my free will to go. I'll go to hell. That's fine. That's because I don't even know what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, it's. Yes, that's a good point. The, the thing is, it's not that people make a off-the-cuff decision that they want to go to hell because they enjoy what they do. What The things that they enjoy are, the things that, that they enjoy doing are things that are re- related to hell. Hell is their consequence. It's not just the consequence, but it, it's the, the world it's made for are those kind of people. It's not just a random consequence that if you do these things, I, yeah, I'll... But that's that what goes back to my, like, how I can't accept a God like that. Why would a God like that create a place for those kind of people? It, it, it's like I created you and I've put you in, in situations that you were not in, in, in charge of, okay? Because you were born in that country, in that time, to those parents who did this. Yes. And poor abused so on do you become a criminal so you make a choice and then you will go to hell no no i, I disagree with that how how I, I disagree with that everybody will be judged 
based on what they know. Then there are different uh, uh, parameters set. Yes. Then we're not, not operating within the same reality. It's not other. binary. So, so I'll give you an example. Because somebody asked me, this is a very good example you gave. I, somebody asked me, do all terrorists in, in Islam, mm. like the ones who blow themselves up, you know, yeah. go to hell? I said, go to hell. Okay. Yeah. They asked me, well, well okay. I swear. I said, no. Okay. Somebody said, somebody got mad at me. I swear <laughs> this happened. I said, think about it this way. You are a child in whatever country, right? And that, that, the, the terrorists originated from, maybe Iraq, whatever, okay? Syria, whoever it is. You're in that country as a child. Your parents die in front of you from an explosion or something. Yeah. yeah. Your sister gets raped by some American soldier or something like that. But do you think, how do you think going to go up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. somebody comes, right? Some older guy who can take advantage of that yeah. emotion. Yeah. Tells you, hey, I can give you revenge, mm. right? And if you do this, you're you'll go to, to heaven. Yeah. yeah. Of right? course you're going to do it. This guy, that's all he knew. And he went to blue and he thought he did something noble. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That guy c- could still go to heaven. Yeah. To me. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I I'm, it's, it's an extreme example, right? It's like who radicalized this person? What have yes. they done become like this and so on? Of yes. course. So are, everyone will be, I don't think that God has a desire for humans to go to hell. I genuinely don't believe that. I know some people will believe it. I don't think he has a, des- I don't, God doesn't care that we, it doesn't, the concept of it God doesn't affect him. Doesn't affect him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't affect him. Yeah. Right. He doesn't get satisfaction. Yeah. And and what, from from us going burning, it's just that, that there are people that want that kind of place. Yeah. But the thing is, if that's what we're agreeing on, which I agree with the idea mm. that each one, each person, even there are there are like some theories that we are each one is living a different reality than the yeah. other, like completely different yes, reality, yeah. right? Like it's it's insane. Yes. And. Uh, if that's the truth, then there should not have been one religion that tells everyone the same thing. Because everyone has a very different experience to things. I have experienced things in my childhood, okay, and growing up and when I moved here and my, my marriage, which failed and so on, that do not align at all with what I was taught. I completely agree. Right? And I'm, I'm not going to accept the idea that, especially as a Catholic, yeah. because I got divorced, I'm going to hell. Right, because mm. the 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 uh, the up the other side of us, me and my ex-wife, stayed married was gonna be my son growing up in an extremely t- toxic environment, mm. which would have damaged him completely. Mm. Right, so God, at least sometime, uh, for some point, give me give me this uh, this idea. Oh, divorce is wrong, and you know, marriage is forever. And mm. don't have sex before you get married, and so on and so on. Mm. And then the, the the life I was living was extremely bad, and I made a choice that goes against my religion. Yes, which is I right. Well, I think hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I don't think there is one religion. Yeah, I think there's one truth. Yeah, there's one truth as to how we came to be. I right? agree with yes, and, and that's why I say Islam is a completion. Like there's multiple religions that came before. Like for instance, if we believe Christian, if we were to believe. Christianity to be completely true. Well, it has a lot of different teachings, of course, than Islam. Yes, but it's the same God. Yeah, that's what Muslims uh, believe, exactly, right? Exactly. Right, and so that's why I believe that this is ultimately we're circling back to when I talked to Dan about seeking truth. Yeah. Right. As long as because there are things that you, uh, the absolute truths and Islam that you have to believe no matter what, and there are things that will never, ever, ever affect other people. Okay. It's only individuals within you, what you believe. Okay. That there is God and there's only God. Mm. That he sent these prophets, right? That there is uh, heaven and hell. 
there's, I forgot the five things. They're called the Usul uh, al Okay. 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 These things, because people, in a, you know, you've heard of the five pillars of Islam, yes, yes, right? Of course. I disagree with the five pillars. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. pillars are like, um, you have to fast. Okay. We have people where they're physically ill. They can't fast. You have to go to do hajj. There are people that like, can't like afford it. Like you can't it. have a pillar and then say, but in this situation, yeah, yeah. it's not in that situation. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Can, you have to go to hajj, but some people can't afford to go to hajj. Yeah. Um, or too sick or too ill or too yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I'm, I'm saying like this usul, no matter who you are. Okay. This, everybody has a capability of, of believing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you're done with this, everything else is secondary. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. As long as you believe these five things that are just beliefs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aqidah is just that. Yeah. The tawheed and all these things. Mm-hmm. Then what follows is then if you want to become more a more pious person. Yeah. Right? Because you still have you have people who are interpreting verses. You yes. have scholars, you have yeah. Sunni, Shi'i, you exactly. have uh, you know, Hanbali, Sufi, yeah. um, whatever, right? You have all these branches that are trying to find truth within truth. Yes. Right? That to me is I, I don't care about that. Yeah. As long as you are doing these five, you believe in these five things that don't affect anybody except you. Right, these small things. I mean, God will judge you based on what you know and what your what your individual reality is. I I truly believe that's what yeah. Islam teaches. Yeah, I I believe it's been twisted because because what what there's a verse I forgot. Sahfullah, I'll, I'll like <laughs> misquote it, but it's like whoever comes to me to tell me, tell me I believe in this without a burhan, without evidence okay. to believe what he was, then those will I'll punish him. Right, as in like if you come to me and say I did this. I believe in that God. Okay, but with, with, but you didn't um, provide why reasons why you did reasons why yeah not reasons no no not like evidence okay oh, yeah because yes. if, no yeah, exactly. if there's one truth yeah exactly that's evidence. what i'm saying exactly it's like how you came to it right okay yet you searched but you came to that yeah then that's how you'll be judged mm. but there are people who are متكبرين. they are um arrogant yeah they don't want to yeah like i said the cognitive dissonance yeah once they are faced with something that, that, that that's the truth because if you become muslim you have to give up a lot of things yeah yeah right yeah. that's where your ego comes in yes those people will be judged yeah Right, but as as long as you are operating, you you have these five usul, and you are being being a good person and and do, trying to make the decisions decisions that are going to best you believe that are the best for you, I believe you'll be fine. I feel people yeah. complicate religion too much because they're tr- they're thinking it's a video game. Islam, that's I think that's why people talk about con- conditional love. When I say conditional, um. Even with parents, because people people say parents have unconditional love to their children. I believe that's somewhat to be true, no. but but as a dad, I'll tell you, yeah, yes, like, I love him more than anything. But in if this he turned out to be a rapist, murderer, exactly, it's not like, unconditional. Yes, you can't. You're a human being. Yes. You cannot love unconditionally. This is a fact. Yes. Like you aim for it, maybe, but yes. you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it, right? No. So, so to me, what 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 I tell people is that what they think. Islam is is that you're playing a video game and you're trying to rack points. Yeah. Just give, if you read this du'a sure, ten I've times, you'll get hasanat. Yes. Yeah. If you do that, you get say yeah minus yeah. one. Yeah. It's like a score, and you don't know what the score is. And yeah. I'm like, then that's what's scary because you don't know if, if you're gonna go to heaven, heaven or hell. To me, if you're taking a test, if you're taking an exam at college, right? I know this is a cliche example. Yeah. But if you're taking a test and you you're given what you need to to prepare for the test. You study, you study, you study, you study the test, right? You do the exam. You have a good idea of how you did. That's true. Right? Yes. You have a good idea. Like, yeah. 
So if somebody didn't study at all, yeah. they have a good idea that they failed. Yep. That, you, that was me in school. But yeah. when I failed, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. And I think that's all of oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, but if you study, you prepare, um, um, and you take the exam, and and you do well, you feel like, okay, I have a pretty good chance, I think, of, 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 of okay. making it. Okay. I feel like that's how Islam is. Nobody nobody sits down in fear who's a Muslim who's following these things of being a good person and doing the things they're supposed to yeah. do. Sit down like, oh, there are some people. I'm not yeah. doing enough. I, I did the five prayers. I didn't do the other 10 optional yeah. prayers. No, like that's too much. And, and, and also like, People should not be defining their ideology because people are uh, flawed and we yeah. have like, uh, for example, just because there are a lot of rapists within the church doesn't mean Christianity yeah, is that, yeah, right. Yeah. Like this is yeah. this is the idea, and and just like because there are terrorists yeah. and some other, it doesn't mean that the religion or the ideology itself, what it says, yes. uh, is the difference. And to to add to you, I do also I do believe with that um, every religion has some truth to it. Okay. Maybe that make me a deist. I'm not sure. There's a, there's a name for that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want to label whatever. There, there's is a that, name uh, for someone who believes all religions to be true. But I don't know if there's small parts. Yeah, I, I don't believe all religions to be yeah. true. What I believe is that every religion in its ideology, yeah. outside of politics and yeah, control yeah, yeah. and yes. power and all that stuff. So in its ideology, it's trying to, it has a bit of the truth, right? So whether we're talking about our connection to God or about what's good for us and be a good person and... Try to understand that even even when you talk, uh, I mean, at the risk of triggering you, but even when you're talking about like um, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, yeah. and and Taoism and all this stuff, you're talking about some form of energy that is all over the universe that yeah, yeah. flows within us, the chi, the stuff, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So it it feels like as long as you remove politics from every single religion because every religion has politics yes. everyone yes, yes, okay yes. no one is, is innocent yes. from this um you get to this this very pure original idea that at the end of it all is that you know we are here we're all we want to coexist yes live together yes not hurt anyone mm-hmm. not hurt ourselves mm-hmm. not hurt our planet yes and you know which is the basic actually like of the the life of of animals if you think about it because no one wants to like animals want to live in this very uh, you know a balanced existence we just exist that like, even if we we are you know eating each other or whatever but yeah. like uh, from like, like the, harmonious harmonious yes. that's the word right yeah, yeah. that's at the at the at the i feel like harmony is at the source of every religion yeah what we disagree on is who said it yeah, yeah. when did they say it what am i supposed to do with the ones who don't agree with me and so on and just like this is politics this is yeah, politics yeah. and this is what i refer to as like the the i the spirituality spirituality in general like uh, I saw this once. It says like spiritual. No, um, is religion is spirituality infused with politics? So religion yeah, yeah. is spirituality infused with politics, mm-hmm. right? Because when you take a very peaceful idea and then you try to put fear, ignorance, uh, aggression, war, uh, and all that, it, it turns into let's fight each other. And uh, even though like we have so much more in common, like like my, you know, where I came from, my religion, mm, yeah. Christianity and all that, and Islam, we have more in common than we have in disagreements, yes. by the way. Yeah. But we were not told that. Mm. Like we were, I grew up in a Christian bubble uh, in, my, uh, in, in, in my country because of, of the civil war of, mm. of Lebanon that lasted like 15 years. And it was a religious civil war, religious. Yeah. Christian versus Muslim. That There's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Uh, 
I was 19 years old the first time I spoke with a Muslim. 19. Wow. Mm. Can you imagine the type of fear I was breastfed from the moment I was born until I was 19? Lots. That Muslims are like, they're going to kill us. They're going to behead us. They are wrong. They yeah. do this. The jokes we used to make, the, mm. the unbelievable insensitivity. Yeah. right? And then when I got to university, I was like, this is not what I was told. <laughs> right? Like, uh, yeah, this is not the fear, but it, it's all fear, fear based, and and it just pushes people to do things. And uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say when you said um, religion is, is spirituality infused with politics, mm. there is truth to that. I think my version would be: think of spirituality as meditation. Yeah, example. I get it. To me, religion is guided meditation. Yes, exactly. That's the way I see that's, it. But that's that's a good good uh, way of putting it. Actually, guided. Yeah, but that because um, everybody the... wants to meditate, everybody wants to be spiritual. Like I said, everybody wants to yes. worship, right? Yes. Some people, um, but yeah. see, that's where this is where I feel Abrahamic religions take advantage yes, of yes. guidance. Yes. Because you are always led to believe that you are incapable of finding the truth unless someone tells it to you. Mm -hmm. And other religions don't do that. So other religions that don't that are not Abrahamic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they. They tend to to push more the self empowerment, like everything is within you, okay? Like you meditate and you do that, and you'll get to the truth, to mm -hmm. the truth. They don't tell you what that truth is, right? Abrahamic religions tell you what the truth is, and they tell you you cannot reach that truth unless someone tells it to you, and you need to go ask the priest, or you need to ask the rabbi, or you need to ask the sheikh, so that they tell you what that truth is, because you are a sinner and you are manipulated by the devil. And so on and so on. Mm -hmm. That uh, that is the form of control that I cannot accept in, in in religion. And even though yes, it could not be the ideology of the religion. It's not like you know it's written in Quran that you 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 suck and you know you don't know yeah. anything. It's, it's not written there. Someone is telling you, but it opens that door for for and not only does it open the door, it also plays on the culture as well because Abrahamic religions came from the Arab world, mm -hmm. and the Arab world we have something within us. When it comes to being ruled, this is something that you you notice. Like if you see our history, it's insane. It's insane. Like we have been the most controlled and and uh, um, uh, what's the word when invaded and so on. In any other, no other culture in the whole world has had that. We have as a, as a culture, as cultures, as Arabs. But we're also okay? a, a very old culture, though. We are very old culture, but when you also compare us with with Chinese culture, okay, and which is extremely old as well, yes, okay, they were not invaded and controlled They're the way very we, strong. right? <laughs> like it it shows different um, when you look at history and different cultures what they've been through. You see a pattern in each one. So yeah. like it's 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 interesting like how Europeans have evolved over time, how Arabs have evolved over time. Americans and so on and, yeah. and like that. And we have it within our culture more than within our religion because you know the difference between Arif and, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, our culture. We have a, a tendency to need a leader. We are the only ones, by the way, who put pictures of our leaders on buildings and on, uh, on uh, like, if you go to Lebanon, you will see, like, the president uh, on, on a big building. Mm -hmm. No one does that. Like, can you imagine the U.S. if there's a picture of Donald Trump <laughs> back when he was like, on, a, on, on the Empire State Building? <laughs> you know what they will do? To, uh, they don't have that. Yeah. Scandinavian countries, for example, 
are completely religious free, right? Like they yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. the religion secular, and all that. Yeah. And they don't have this idea that they even don't have an idea that they want to, uh, you know, fight for their country or, or fight for they're the pacifists. They're extremely pacifist yeah. and they don't have, they, they, while they like their country, right? They won't like, they, they, there was a study that was done that, that, um, showed that they're the least people who would actually fight for or die for their country. Yeah. Even though their countries are providing for them more than we can ever. Yeah. Right. We as Arabs, we're on the highest list in terms of like, you know, um, what's that in Arabic? Patriotism. Patriotism. And, but we have taken it more towards religion. Yeah. Like we would very, die we for our religion. It. We intertwined it. Yeah. We would die for our religion. Other cultures don't do that. They would mm. not have died for their religion, right? They would die because their religion told them, like, let's say we're talking about Scandinavians and let's talk about the uh, Vikings, for example. Okay. They believe that if they died in battle, they would go to Valhalla, which is their yeah, heaven and yeah. so on. But it's not because they're defending their religion. It's because that's how they believe that they are rewarded by dying in battle and so on. We are the only ones who carry the religion on our shoulders and want to fight for the religion, not for ourselves, not for our way of life. It's for God. We, we, yani even jihad yeah. is, is a struggle. Is a, is a, but how is it like culturally, how is it understood is that we are defending the religion, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that the religion told us to defend me or the religion told us if you die in battle, you will go to heaven. No, it's just, we are understood. Okay. Religion is important. I need to, to, to protect my God. Basically. Is that really? Yeah. What jihad is? No, no, no. That's what is culturally oh, now. Culturally, culturally yeah. Culturally, yeah, I mean, that's how it went. Humans, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Flawed, yeah, 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 that's why I'm saying that we are. That's not what the religion says. Yeah, it's what people, our culture people, yeah. has 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 infused. Yeah, yeah. which sucks. That's exactly. why you have to remove yourself and, yes. and restart. Exactly. That's what happened when I removed myself from Bahrain and went, went to America. Mm. My eyes got opened, yeah, you know, yeah. and then I had a more refined version of what I believe when it comes to faith and religion. Yeah. Have my own identity, and and to summarize, my identity is what I told you about the five usul. Yeah, and then you just seek truth. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna come, you know. It's like we we I exchange ideas, I exchange my opinions with people, but I never want to have a position where impose, yeah, uh, impose mm-hmm. where I'm right and you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. Because most people nowadays, when they want to debate. They want to protect their identity. They want to defend their position rather than both of them seeking truth together. Yes. And because why? Because we, a lot of people carry the religion as their identity. Yes. They are religiously, religious by identity, mm. not by choice or yeah. by, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, if I'm not defending the religion, then I'm not defending myself. My identity. Yeah. My identity. And that's yeah. where we move into the extreme side. And even with you, like the fact that you ask the question, and you found your answers, even if there's some answer, they're the same answers as before. It doesn't matter. Mm. As long as you made that choice yeah. to accept those answers, then all the good, better for you. But there's always that question that, you know, maybe I was more susceptible to Islam because I was because born. Because you, yeah, I get right? it. Which yeah, is yeah. Like, Makes something sense. I, I struggle with too. I'm, yeah. not, I'm like being honest. Yeah. Like, okay, if I was born as a non-Muslim and I heard about Islam, would I have been Muslim? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm telling myself, yeah, I went there and I questioned Islam and I did. This yeah. is true, right? But is it pure coincidence that I became Muslim again? Yeah. I mean, probably not. I get it. 
You know even I mean? even with people who convert, not just from from another religion to Islam, from yeah. Islam to like the conditions in which they converted then are, are like have a lot of impact on. So, for example, like um, Muhammad Ali, the boxer, yes. right? He was Cassius Clay, and yeah. it was his slave uh, last name, name yeah. right, and all that. And he was living in this white Protestant uh, America, yeah. which were like treating them very bad. Yeah. Okay, you're free, but like you don't, you can't apply for a job. You can't do that. You have to be drafted there's a, there's to There's consequences work. to being black. Exactly. Yeah, consequences yeah. to being black. Yes. So he said, I reject this religion. I yeah. reject this, this, uh, this Christianity. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to Islam. Yes. Right? So, okay. So he turned to Islam and everything, but it was conditioned that yeah. choice that he made it's because he rejected something and then chose something else choose yes. something else right so yeah. it's it's all based on like the nurture versus nature yeah and 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 the 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 the, the parameters what you said like when yeah. it comes to free will yeah it's all about the parameters yes. and that's what where we choose to go at the end of the and day that's the and world we live in like those parameters have been there that's the reality yes, the re- yes like, reality like yeah, yeah. our reality is based on cause and effect yes that's it it's it's a it's a law one of the 12 laws right and whatever you do has an action has yes. a sorry whatever, what action has a reaction yeah, with yeah, a consequence yeah okay choose it but you'll have your uh, your consequence yes. yeah. yeah yeah i mean i like i like talking about this this is good yeah i was gonna say something else very, very different from this topic. So if you want to have any last oh, words. No, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I think we each. When we were talking, when you, when we, when you were talking about the expansion and the contraction of the universe, mm. I don't know why I was thinking of Earth. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, weird fact. I, I want to ask you a question. Can you be in two places at the same time? Two places at the same time? Yes. Most likely no, but okay. I think I have this theory. Maybe somebody said it before. Hmm. But I have this theory that yes, at every moment that you're living, you're in two places at the same time. Physically. I'm not talking about like some metaphorical spiritual. Physically. Physically on earth. How? You have your position on earth, right? And you have your position relative to space. What I mean is, is the planet... It's moving. The Earth is always moving. Yeah. It's yeah. Always, there's no such thing as absolute motion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you have your position on Earth, yeah. but the Earth is always moving. So you're, t- you're always in two places at the same time. That's uh, that's very interesting. Right. Yeah. 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 There, there was even this joke that was done about like time travel. Okay. Okay. So it's like I want to go back in time to this exact moment, right? And you put the time machine. Yeah. But in reality, if that's going to happen, the time machine is going to be in space because yeah. the Earth has moved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like the time might be right, but yeah. the space will not be following. So the the speed at which we're moving, it's so fast. Exactly. People don't realize. You, you've seen that uh, the, yeah, how the, the solar sun system. And then, and, yeah. yeah. That's why I, I didn't really get relativity until yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Like a long time ago, I saw that model. Yeah. It's because there's no such thing as absolute motion. Oh yeah, because there's there's no there's no there's no place that's still. Yeah, nothing is still. Yeah, everything is always in motion. So everything is, oh, everything we do is in relation to a, another object, which is what what we have defined as time. Yeah, this is where time, the idea of time came from, yes. is that distance and how long it took from this place to that place 
oh, so it's time, yeah. right? And because time operates differently in different, like if you saw interstellar oh, yeah. around, around black holes, exactly. things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's which, like which also means that that uh, that time, okay, that it's not a. a um, objective thing yeah. it actually is affected by the environment that it's in yes which is mind-blowing on its own. <laughs> you know what i said every time i think i know time yeah, something yeah, like a curveball <laughs> yeah that's what i mean because when i what i used to think about time is time is just to measure from one state to another state yes everything decays yeah right yeah. how yeah. we measure is that we use time yes to measure like an apple if you leave it for a long time it'll, yeah you know rot yeah and it's from one state and it's decays and we record record that using time. Even our age and our age, bodies and so, yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's no such thing as time. We just, it's just a tool we use. Yes. But then I hear about the, you know, speed of light. Yeah. I hear about black holes and how things age yeah, differently. differently. And then I'm like, okay, but if something ages differently, then we have to use time yeah. to know it's aging differently yeah. and i'm like okay so that's another curveball that I, you know which also like it, it it could be related to the perception of not time the perception of how things decay yeah. right like so our understanding of decay will change if something is going at the mm. speed of light and that apple will not decay as fast yeah right? but in its own reality, it will decay yes. in its its own time, but yeah. it's going through another set of reality yeah. at that speed. So, have you, have yeah. you ever heard of entropy? Uh, no, I don't know much about. I'm not telling the audience. I'm not an expert on these <laughs> things. It's something I read a long time ago. Maybe it's called the law of entropy. I don't think it's called the law of entropy. I'm not sure, but entropy, from what I know, is the propensity for things to become ordered or is it disordered the way i think of it is like you have a sand castle on the beach i think somebody gave me this example a long time ago right when the waves come okay. you hit the sand castle every time it will always come flat the sand becomes the sand castle will stop okay and become flat. Yeah. yeah so the universe is like that there's like a law of entropy where um there's always going to be a state in which we are trying to go from chaos to, to order, to order, or order to chaos. Okay, and I, then it's something. It's is, something, yeah, and we're always okay. moving towards that. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. That. My God, it's crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, like uh, so. It's, it's called entropy. I, I'm, I'll look into it. And then you I'll can look into do it. an episode on it. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll, there like, you go. You can do the facts and research. <laughs> and like, okay, here you go. And then you, all, everything. I'll just absorb it. <laughs> yeah, do I'll do the research for you. No problem. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. So, are you? All your episodes like short, like 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. So uh, when I first started, I had like maybe four episodes and they were 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is too much. You know, like the topics that I talk about, like they're heavy yeah. right, in, it, in their nature. And the reason I did the podcast was to relay difficult topics in an easy way, mm -hmm. right? Like the simplest way possible. So that these are interesting ideas. And Maybe not all the ideas I agree with or I believe in, but it's just something that I want to present yes. as an option yeah. to like someone. Devil's advocate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we like that. And just to go, so someone goes like, hmm, you know, like, huh, yeah. interesting. Like just that. Just that is enough for me. Yeah. So um, so then I decided to make them short. So now it's anywhere between 12 to 15 minutes where I just like Good. dive deep into a specific topic and, and break it down. Uh, break it down present different thoughts around it, what people are saying, why they are saying like that. 
and then leave it at the end like you can if you like it you know do and you also research. learn right because when oh, you yeah, research yeah, yeah. that is my main purpose yeah. actually is and, for me to learn and it's like it's only you right it's, you don't have a oh, guest yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like more controlled yes. so it's easier because i'm like thinking oh, i can never do 25 minutes or, or 20 minutes 15 because yeah, yeah, i have yeah, yeah. guests you yeah. know yeah. so i'm thinking oh because he's doing it himself it's more of like a educational yes yes um and I, who is it is it einstein that said this where if you can't explain to a, a child yeah a complex topic to a child yes. and you don't understand it enough exactly like that. exactly so that's what you're doing so, yeah that's what i'm doing so like i go into something uh, let's say i want to talk about uh, reincarnation and past lives and all mm. that and obviously it's a very deep topic that, yeah. that will go on for ages but i i i break it down into okay so what does religion say what does you know people outside of religion say and why i believe or don't believe in it and that's as simple as that and you guys you know you you take your own ideas from it you you yeah. you want to believe your, in it form you don't, your own opinion form your own opinion like there's yeah. no point i don't want anyone to believe what i'm saying like, yeah. i'm not preaching yes, you know yes. that was never the even even the tagline for the podcast is exploring to yeah. exploring it i just like it's benefiting me as much as anyone else and I get people sometimes like they DM me or they thought like I thought of that idea that was interesting. There was this girl on um, as a I, I, it was a topic about hell, and I said why hell. The question of the episode was um, why hell is not your punishment but your consequence. Okay, and it goes into uh, you know, it's really outside of religion, but talks. Uh, but I, I refer to uh, different vibrations and how when we are vibrating high or low and stuff. That's a whole different topic mm. that one day we might we will do maybe. Inshallah, yeah. yeah, and it's like basically because you are always in this state of very low vibration with your life and your thoughts and everything. So when you die, you go to a very low vibrational reality. It's not because. You know, God created a place made of fire where mm. you're gonna be punished, but because you are vibrating on that on that uh, on that frequency, that's yeah. it. That's what exists. If you were interesting vibrating on a different frequency, you'll be in, you'll different... Be in a different place. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And that's what I mean by how religions have tried to kind of explain certain ideas yeah. and stuff like that. But anyway, so uh, so she was like, uh, like she, I put it on my story, and, and she replied as a DM. She's like, "Stop messing with my brain! Like I don't <laughs> want this idea. Like I never even asked that question before, or yeah. something like that." So yeah, that to me is the whole purpose. Of, uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. I think let, let's see how far. Okay, we got almost two hours, so I think it's a good place to end. Sure, you can. Uh, uh, basically, explain where we can listen to your podcast or oh, anything yeah. you got going on. You can let pe- the people know. Yeah, so uh, basically for the podcast, since we're talking about it, it's uh, Paradigm Shift with uh, Sergio Halabi, and it's on every podcast uh, player you can okay. find, Google, Spotify. Podcast, Spotify, Apple, everything. And um, I also have an Instagram page. Uh, it's called paradigm.shift.experience or Paradigm Shift Experience. And there I post stuff that I talk about during my podcast, but I make them more visual uh-huh. and more, you know, pleasant and eye candy and stuff like that. Since I'm a designer, I might as well benefit ah, from that. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just learning. I'm, that's very hard for me. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely I use that, my, my marketing skills Great. from before to, to, to do that. And uh, yeah, and if you're in Bahrain, uh, you know, 
come to the Raven's Nest, pop in, and yes, uh, dude, check we'll out talk. Raven's Nest because yeah. they have board games. Yeah, I think uh, last time I went there is for the movie movie night where we watched movie and night. Yeah. Uh, we also have a discussion discussion club club. where club. we talk about stuff like that, great, but great. most more social and psychological more stuff. More people, more people. Yeah. Stuff, book clubs, uh, yeah, what have D &D. you. D&D. D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yeah, yeah, people love that as well. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a great place. It's actually, it's very close to my house. It's, yeah, it's Daya. Daya mm. Road. Um, all right, man. It was a pleasure having you. I, I, I Can I just say, this episode is exactly what I... Imagine. Envisioned, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I love having these type of uh, of conversations, and 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 it's it's like I said, I value seeking truth together. Um, because we, we, before I I started the podcast when I was in America, most of my because uh, I was a I was a Muslim in a Christian college, I would have conversations where i have to defend my faith or yeah. or you know yeah i wasn't used to seeking truth together until i met met the, my close friend right and so i but for a long time i had this um identity in defending and debating people yeah. and, and things right yeah and there's always going to be hints of that even when i talk to you i, yeah. I heard like but there's I, there is more beauty in 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 finding truth together or just explaining our perspectives and I agree. being right oh i agree because it's it's not so much defending your idea as much as presenting a a thought basically yeah, yeah. i'm just presenting an alternative this yes. is right up and you know you're free to do with that alternative what you want yeah but yeah turning that switch because there's one switch when you, you explain some things i'm like ah i have an answer to that or yeah, i, have, yeah, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to say that but then yeah. i'm like i just flip the switch I'm like just listen you yeah. know and and and, exactly. and just enjoy it yeah. you know there's beauty in that you don't, you don't have to always um if he's talking about this person history after like but this is my opinion on it like who cares man yeah, yeah. like we're just yeah. doing this for fun this is just um an art a place where we can archive our thoughts that's you know, th this that's podcast. the like to me that's not just in terms of the podcast but yeah. in terms of life yeah. this is all what just experience just experience every side of that that it has like that's my obsession to learn as much as i can and talk to people and get to know them because taking ideas and seeing how other people think is part of life and yeah. part of going like, you know what i mean like i've i've had debates with people who would just like no like you can't talk to them can't. and it's they take it as such an attack on themselves if you're challenging an idea or a, a religion or something and it's like it has nothing to do with you that's what we said it's identity because yeah. that's how they're identifying themselves reminds me of, a, of i forgot who said this but he says i've never met a wise man who i've lost to and I've, I've never met a, a fool that I've beaten. Yes, yes, right? yes. It's exactly, like that. Exactly. I, I like that, that he says lost to. He's not saying I've won yeah. against a wise person. Yeah. It's not a game of winning or losing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's When you say I've lost, it just means I have been like bested. Or, but he and means like I, we just And talked. I did not benefit as well. Yeah. Like, like imagine talking with a, a fool, like he put yeah. it right for, for an hour and a half. And at the end of like, I didn't learn anything yeah. today. Right? It's, yeah. uh, That's yeah. why I stopped like, there's some people that just want to debate. Um, yeah. I know some people that just want to debate me yeah. on, on, on things. And yeah. they, their whole identity revolves around beating me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I beat you in that, in that, in that argument in or that whatever. Argument. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good for you, man. Even though I don't think you did. But uh, it's like, if I, so, if I say this chair is green, 
Okay. It's blue. Someone says blue. <laughs> yeah. If I keep, you know, entertaining you, saying no, no, I think it's actually green. I give you. I, I'm like stooping down. And you're feeding. I'm you're feeding, feeding. to yeah. you. So I'm like, okay, yeah. go ahead. Believe, believe it's a blue. It doesn't yeah. affect me. Exactly. I want to find. I want to talk to people who will help me be a better person or grow my mindset or just have stimulating. Yeah. It's like it's like instead of working out physically, I'm working out my brain. Because that person is not bringing anything to you if yeah. he's just telling you it's blue, it's blue, it's blue, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's just, it's self-gratifying for yes. him to prove himself right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're not you're not learning anything and yeah. you're still the same person. Yeah. When you're you stuck. came in, when you left, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Nothing. Him also, he is also the yeah, same person. Yeah, yeah. So no one benefits. Basically. No one benefits. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. This was a great episode. It's also a long one. Um, and see you guys next time. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was very good. Thank you. Perfect.